Hello friends, it's Jim Nance and it's my great pleasure to welcome you to Beyond the Clubhouse, a podcast hosted by my friend Garrett Johnston. He is a testament to one of the great things about this sport, the friendships that come from playing or even just talking about the game. And you're going to meet some of the characters that Garrett has gotten to know from this past decade plus that he's been covering the sport. You're going to hear from players, caddies, members of the media. You're going to get the storytelling, the golf news, the players' swing tips, and a whole lot of laughs. It's coming your way with this edition of Beyond the Clubhouse. Here's Garrett. All right, guys, this week I got Scotty Scheffler. I was out there at Bay Hill, as you probably saw all over Twitter and Instagram. Really successful week, reconnecting with players I haven't seen for a while, Scheffler being one of them. I remember I covered him. History with, with covering him was at Dallas Morning News. I covered many of those U.S. Opens. I remember 2016, he had his sister Callie, older sister Callie, caddying for him when he played at Oakmont. Uh, that was pretty cool. I remember asking him that week about the Warriors game if he was watching the NBA Finals. Of course he was. He's a sports junkie. So covered him there also at Aaron Hills. You may have seen me post on my Twitter at Johnston Garrett. The photo of him and Callie practicing late into the night after their first round at Aaron Hills. He was low amateur that week. There's so many amazing milestones already in the history of of this kid's life. He's 25. It's amazing what he's already gone through. So a lot that I covered there early kind of in his, I guess, amateur days, right, before he turned pro. And then beyond that, obviously I'd seen him at Harding Park. Remember he was in the final group. If you guys watched their PJ Championship with Dustin Johnson, so many takeaways from that. So anyway, this interview here was about, it's not long at all, three to four minutes, but it was after his first round this week at the Arnold Palmer Invitational. Of course, he went on to win, as you guys know. But you want to know how many people requested him by the media after his first round? Zero. The only one? Well, it was this podcast, Garrett Johnston, and also writing a story for Golf Monthly magazine in Britain. So keep an eye out for that as well. But it's amazing how you know this sport, right? How quickly things change. People's perceptions and attention goes all over the place to the point where Victor Hovland and Scotty Scheffler get one request, if that, if that, for media availability after one of their rounds, even if they shoot well, you know, a couple under par, and in the case of Hovland, three under par, and Scheffler off to a decent start as well at Bay Hill. So it's amazing how this works with golf. But anyway, I wanted to intro kind of a little background there with Scheffler with a a nice short and sweet con- conversation here. We look ahead in the season. This guy is going to be a big game hunter. He already was close to knocking on the door in majors already. He loves the Open Championship, so we get into that a little bit. The Masters, of course. I mean, there's a few things. We're going to just touch on a little bit of everything. Ted Scott, massive, massive help. So at the end of this, we get into what Teddy brings to the table. Of course, I like to say that, you know, Teddy always told me that the key is adapting to a a young player that you work for, right? That's the biggest thing a caddy has to do right off the bat. Well, two out of three wins for Teddy Scott and Scotty Scheffler in less than 10 starts. How's that for adapting? I'm I'm pretty impressed with that. How about you guys? Anyway, really good start as we see the team there and, and the survival getting through Bay Hill. I mean, think about 16 and just the... The junk that they were in there off the tee, having to lay up, and then he wedged, got up and down for par on that par five. That's a tough one because you saw other players like Gary Woodland going after that green and making an eagle and really kind of taking advantage of the tournament, taking the tournament in his hand at that point. But so many storylines, as you guys saw, like so many players had a chance to win Arnold Palmer and really came down to the, well, I'd probably say the hottest player in the world right now, Scotty Scheffler. So 
you will enjoy this conversation with Scotty. Before we get to it, EncoreGolf.com. Check out the three golf balls they have. One truth. Technology matters. Golf is complicated. We all know that. Choosing the right golf ball for your game doesn't have to be. Encore's three-ball lineup covers the full spectrum of spin, trajectory, and compression to ensure your golf game is completely dialed in. With their direct-to-consumer model, they have a ball fit for any budget for you. Avant 55, Aero X1, the Elixir, I've tried all three of them. I really like what they bring to the table. And you can use my promo code right now, B, the letter B, Clubhouse, and get 10% off when you order online from EncoreGolf.com. Let's get to it here. Scotty Scheffler from Bay Hill on after Thursday's round here on Beyond the Clubhouse. Long day already, but <laughs> you, you know how it is. You, when you get here, you don't want to leave any stone unturned. You've worked so hard in your career to get that win, and now here you are. Yeah. Kind of like branching off from the rest of this, the schedule now looking ahead. Like, How much confidence do you take now that you kind of taking a lid off? Um... No, I wouldn't say it changes too much for me. I kind of still approach everything the same. Um, I just know my game's in a pretty good spot right now, so I'm going to be doing too much um, stuff at the beginning of the week just to kind of stay rested and keep everything in shape. How were the steaks that you guys celebrated with? Oh, uh, they were pretty good, yeah. Yeah, we had some good ones. Did you cook it? or? Yeah, yeah, my brother-in-law helped me out a bit, but um, I think one night we, we catered some stuff kind of for our friends because we were feeling lazy and then our, you know had our family over and cooked some steaks. It was, it was a good time. Absolutely. I love what you said in Sawyer on your Ryder Cup debut, kind of the emotion that's felt like okay. you seem to feel comfortable in that space. You like kind of that, that heightened atmosphere. Um, going forward, how much does that help you kind of and you look ahead of now? Um, yeah, I think, yeah, for sure. I think, you know, I had a good year last year in the majors. I, I think I played better on kind of the harder golf courses, you know, especially a golf course like this. And so, um, you know, I'm definitely looking forward to, you know, the rest of the season and We've got a lot of good courses for the majors this year, so it's going to be a fun, uh, fun season. Yeah. Well, I know you great win player, being from Texas. What what course sets up kind of best, maybe easiest for him? I know Harding Park, you were in the final group, but when it comes to majors, what types of courses are? I mean, they're, they're all a bit different, but, you know, I think it's more of a mental attitude going into those tournaments than it is anything with my game that uh, needs to be tweaked or... Um, I like playing in the wind. I, I loved the British Open last year, and the Masters is obviously really fun to play, and... Um, I mean, PGA at Southern Hills this year is going to be awesome. I got good memories around that golf course. And then um, U.S. Open at Brookline, I got good memories there, too. So it should be a fun season. Does it help you draw more confidence having that experience at those venues? We don't see that often. Yeah, I might be one of the – there's not too many guys that will be in the field there that have played Brookline in a, a, uh, in a major. You know, with me playing the U.S. Amateur and actually making a decent run, I think I got a decent amount of experience around that golf course, which is, you know, not going to be uh, – too many people in the field that have experience. And having played in the final group with major, what kind of confidence does it give you as you get late? You know what I mean? Like yeah, know, I mean that was DJ, a, you know? Yeah, that was it was a bit different. There wasn't really any people out there, so it was a little bit different than a typical major. But um, it was still good to have that experience. And you know, I played some good golf that Sunday. I just you know didn't play as good as I needed to, but it was still a good experience. Yeah, a couple more quick ones. I'll let you go. I appreciate it. Okay. How much do you want to be an elite player on the PGA Tour as you look ahead and play sevens? I mean, I like competing, so for me, it's just you know, coming out here and competing. I don't really overthink things, and you know, I've had a couple good seasons so far, and I'm hoping to continue to improve on those seasons. Yeah, you got an amazing caddy, one a real good man on your back, uh, going ahead to Augusta. He knows it very well. Like, how much confidence does that give you having him there at, at the Masters? Yeah, a ton. A lot of experience around that golf course, and you know, I relied on him pretty heavily towards the end in Phoenix, and you know, he's got experience 
winning golf tournaments, and um, you know it's good to have that on the bag as well. So the last one, uh, St Andrews. Uh, how much are you looking forward to playing the old course? Do you have yeah. much experience there? Or? No, I've never been over there, so it'll be my first time. Um, I've been close. I played um, Renaissance last year, which isn't too far away, but um, last year was my first time to. Scotland or Ireland, whatever country it is. So, yeah, it's fun. Too long, bro. Yeah, <laughs> always appreciate it's good. it. Yeah, Thank you got it. For yeah, it. Thank A little short and sweet, as I told you it would be here on Beyond the Clubhouse. Great stuff, though, I thought, with Scotty Scheffler. I think he kind of gave us a little update on what he's looking at going ahead here in the major season. There's so many venues. Think about the advantage he has having played Southern Hills before in competition. Having played Brooklyn, he pointed out there, Brookline, I should say, in the U.S. Amateur there, of course, the one that Fitzpatrick won. So there's a handful of guys. Xander Schauffele as well, brought Bryson DeChambeau. They would have played it, but really it's only a very small total number. So Scheffler already has an advantage on a lot of these guys with his form and his attitude. But look at this on top of that, what he brings to the table at this U.S. Open looking ahead. But, yeah, there's just so much to obviously be, be excited about with Scheffler's game right now. You have to, you have to love how, how he's playing. Here's the other thing. His fiance at the time, his wife, Meredith, I spoke with her at Bay Hill, and I said, do you remember that first Masters and how excited, how pumped you and Scotty were to be there? And she's like, of course, it was awesome. And the listen, I remember, I'll, I'll paint a picture for you guys. Scotty Scheffler was having lunch with Meredith on those famous, you know, those famous chairs and tables there with the green and the and the white umbrellas, just a famous spot. And there he was on a Friday, just soaking it all in. I remember him looking down the the first oh towards the first tee, looking down the 10th fairway from that perch, just soaking it in. He had his Jordans on. He was just so relaxed. And having a great time. So it's just funny image to see a player like that before he really kind of took off as he is right now. So another thing, Randy Smith, his swing coach, I spoke with him on Sunday night about after the win and just to see what, how does this feel for an all-time swing coach. He's been with him, I believe, since the age of eight. What does this feel like? And he says, Garrett, it feels great. I mean, what a, an opportunity. He says, so much more to come. That's Randy Smith, the coach, almost lifelong coach of Scotty Scheffler. So much to look ahead in this young player's life. I mean, what do you look at next? Players' Championship. There's some other big ones as well. Of course, the Masters. Is there a course that doesn't fit his game? I mean, real talk here. I know that sounds a little crazy. 